Welcome to the Absite Smackdown Podcast. We'll talk clinical scenarios, interesting Absite facts, and interesting general surgery knowledge. Now, let's get to it. Hey guys, it's me, Jess, your host of Absite Smackdown Podcast. And here with me today is my co-host, Dr. David. Hey, Dr. David. Jessica, we're back again. We are. I mean, did we ever really go anywhere, though? <laughs> a couple places. I've been to Nebraska since the last time we talked. Oh, fun. Nebraska. What was that like? <laughs> it was actually really great. I got to visit snow. Uh, the people are really nice. The University Medical Center is fantastic. Um, it was really great. And like you said, here we are again. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm glad you had fun in Nebraska. It's probably nice to be back in Florida. Not that it's super warm here right now, not normal Florida weather, but it's still Florida. <laughs> well, Jessica, as you know, it's only about two weeks or so until Absite test time for the 2021 Absite. And I appreciate you having me on again today to talk about some of the more last minute things we can do uh, to prep for that exam. Right. So, it is crazy to think that it's so close. And I know that when you were program director, you probably had a plan and goals for your students and what they would be doing week to week to week. So now that it is so close, can you share with us just a little bit of what you used to have people doing or maybe yourself what you do or did? <laughs> sure. Uh, things were very individualized for the residents that I helped coach. Uh, we knew whether they were auditory learners, uh, they knew whether they were visual learners, or kinesthetic learners where motion is required to help them learn. And different people have blends of the different parts. So that was all pre-work done ahead of time. Um, we use the available evidence to kind of know what to do last minute and where they were with their study plan. Okay. For example, there's a lot of evidence that the more questions you do, the more likely you are to score higher on the exam. And it's sort of a brute force mentality in a lot of these different studies. Just you do a lot of questions and doing a lot of questions is better than not doing a lot of questions. But, you know, it doesn't seem to really help as much for long-term retention and kind of mastery of surgery in different ways. But two weeks before the test, you really want to be sure you've done this critical mass of questions and you've seen the breadth and scope of what can be asked and how it can be asked. Okay, so do you feel like, just from your personal experience, knowing what kind of learner you are is vital to how you study? It sure is. Um, it can be tough to do all that really, you know, two weeks before the test, uh, but it is useful to do. I would say long-term, if the people listening to the podcast haven't done that already. There are all sorts of online inventories and other ones you can take to figure out what kind of learner you are. So I totally recommend it. However, two weeks before the test may not be the time to totally revamp your study plan uh, if you discover what sort of learner you are. Now, again, many people who've gone through medical school know this already, but some of us don't. You know, for example, I didn't. I had an idea for myself, but even I wasn't sure um, what type of learner I was. Was it a mix? Was it one or the other? The Absite Smackdown Podcast. Visit the Smackdown at absitesmackdown.com. 
And you know, Jessica, you asked me, what did I do personally before the exam? And of course, this was back in the day uh, before the ADR work week when we drug concrete blocks both ways uphill uh, to go to work every day, you know, with uh, people standing on them. And that's, uh, you know, that's just how it was back then. That's exactly how it was back then. Don't you tell me any differently. Okay. (laughs) But two weeks before, (laughs) two weeks before the exam for me, I would go through the highlights of whatever book I'd used during the year. And I would do as many questions as I could get my hands on. That was my study strategy two weeks or so uh, before the exam. So what did you do? Flashcards? Like old school? (laughs) You know, I've actually never used flashcards in my life. I tried to use them in medical school a little bit. It just didn't do it for me. Uh, But I would just read. I would draw. I would put notes in. uh, And really, for me, uh, I tend to be an auditory learner and a kinesthetic learner. And that's an unusual combo. uh, But uh, I didn't know that until I'd gone pretty far along. And then after that, certain things helped me. Uh, listening uh, to different recordings of uh, the facts, whether I made them or not, uh, was really helpful. And you know, that's part of why Absite Smackdown exists like it does. Yeah, it's an online review course. Yes, the book functions as notes for the online review course, but you can listen to it. You can listen to the podcast version of some of the reviews. You can listen uh, just to the audio portion of the lectures. And a large reason why that exists the way it does is because I'm an auditory learner and I understand it. So when you guys asked me to help put together the course, I realized how valuable it could be for uh, people who are resident staff, like I was a resident staff member. I mean, that makes perfect sense. I I obviously didn't go to medical school, but I remember me and my best friend, we were in all the same AP classes and I would never open my book. I would just sit there in class and kind of relax and just listen to our professor talk the whole time. And she would be like making notes. She'd be all in her book. And then I would get A's and she would get B's and she gets so frustrated because like you don't even open your book. And I'm like, yeah, I listen. And so that's how I learned. And I think that's probably why Absite Smackdown is so awesome and amazing to me. So, Well, that's awesome. And just imagine if you had a professor whose voice really grated on you or who really just put up pictures or just sort of assigned readings but didn't tell you all the facts about uh, what you needed for the exam, that would sort of make you feel like a stranger in a strange land. And when you have a mismatch between how you study and learn and the professor or the class, uh, that's a real issue. So uh, you can tell that things are often um, different for different learners with different styles. And again, Mm -hmm. Absite Smackdown tries to cater to all those different uh, styles and uh, different people by providing uh, resources uh, in different ways. I can't thank you guys enough for doing that. No problem. Happy to help. So, all right. So back to the subject at hand. We're two weeks before you have your study outline, you know what you should be doing, where you're at, how you're prepping, what you're doing, and then, you know, what do you think, in your opinion, is the most important thing besides, like you said, just going through the questions, questions, questions. Is there anything else that they can do to make sure that they're ready? Sure. Uh, there are a couple things. Uh, first, where do you get the questions? I think we should answer that in the podcast. And there are several resources. There is a True Learn, which has a great absite section, including a diagnostic test. 
So whether your residency gets that for you or you get it yourself, I fully recommend uh, getting, uh, getting that. Uh, True Learn. The Absite Smackdown Podcast, bringing you the best for your Absite review. The second item I'd uh, recommend is uh, making sure you've reviewed your highlights uh, and your notes. I can't say enough about that. Uh, and Absite Smackdown does have some questions associated with each module, and we're actually going to be uh, fleshing that out with the next version. So two weeks before the exam to make sure you're ready, a lot of it comes down to questions. And then we have some other options you guys have helped provide. There's a performance curve. There's an association between performance uh, and being sort of keyed up or even anxious. And if you get past a certain point, you're too keyed up. So I've found uh, interesting options like the coloring book and the crossword puzzle book that you guys uh, have helped uh, put out are really awesome. They can help relax you and help you study. So shameless plug, I just got my author copy from you guys. There it is right there. <laughs> that's the crossword puzzle book. I have the coloring book too, but that's in another room. And I'll just tell you, um, it's great because it relaxes you a little bit, but you're still doing a little work. And it's kind of a nice option to cap things off at the end. Uh, so shameless plug, yeah, but you want to make sure you're not too keyed up before you take the exam. It is a shameless plug, but it really is a good idea, especially the crossword. Like you have to know the information. Um, I was, of course, obviously looking at it and going through and I felt like I knew it, but then I went to do the crossword and I'm like, oh, okay, I know this. I know this. And it really makes you think about it and go back into your brain. And so I just, I felt like that was excellent. I got so much from that trying to do the crossword versus just every day when I go down through the book or I'm listening to things, those are great, but it really made me think trying to do that crossword, which was excellent. So. Yeah. And it's kind of fun. <laughs> it is fun. So I, I fully support that plug. <laughs> All right. So plowing through the questions, getting as many done, your resources, where you find the questions at, those are just important. And so between those things, and then obviously just the little examples you've given, like doing the crossword or anything. And if people are old school and want to do flashcards, maybe that works for someone. I'm not sure. Um, <laughs> is there anything else that you think that people could be doing? I know they should know what learning style they have right now, but can you give an example maybe for each learning style, what would be a good resource for them to use? Sure. Uh, the kinesthetic one is really challenging. I've seen people do everything from making up a dance for the certain facts to everything in between. So I'm going to put kinesthetic aside because it's <laughs> tough. It's important in the OR for muscle memory, but it's tough right. uh, for facts. I would say for, for, mm -hmm, for the auditory stuff, you can record yourself saying different things or different facts. You can also review by listening to the website SmackDown portion of the lectures or the podcasts, which are another good option for the podcasts that are straight review those episodes we've done. And for the visual, uh, the pictures, whether that's uh, with website SmackDown in the course or something similar, um, you can review the visuals on it. The high yield images uh, from your review book um, and your notes even can really help visual learners. So there are certain key things for each style and the lectures with the audio that we provide or that a course provides <clears throat> really uh, hits several of those you know, learning styles at once. Again, we're going to put kinesthetic aside for a second because that is a very challenging one. Uh, I would say if you uh, can make up something or associate something with a physical movement, that seems to help. But that is a very difficult one. 
Right. Do you think drawing goes into that though, where you're drawing out the organs and drawing out the procedure kind of similar? Yeah. Coloring with that? It, it can. And also uh, writing your notes out or copying your notes for the muscle memory that helps people mm -hmm. to remember too. Also any opportunity to study in the same space, you will take the exam, uh, but it's often hard for residents to know where they'll be taking the exam. The ability to do that also can help a kinesthetic learners to be in a familiar situation or the one where they're going to take the exam. Um, there are a lot of different options. The Absite Smackdown podcast is based on the best-selling review book, Absite Smackdown, the only Absite review with an entire video review course included. Visit AbsiteSmackdown.com and pick it up today. I'm just so sad I've never seen someone dance in the OR. <laughs> like for what they're doing like why why haven't i seen that <laughs> <laughs> it does happen, well, it does happen. All right. yeah. okay so let's just go back and review really quick so again two weeks before what everyone should be doing getting through the questions there's 250 questions in the test so as many questions as you can go through to hit and touch base on that's the best and then again where you find those questions at be it upside smackdown or um, truly, you said? It's called True Learn. True Learn? Um, I'm yeah, sorry. True, mm -hmm, True Learn is one of the True options one. online that includes a diagnostic test for the ab site. Very valuable resource mm -hmm. and really recommend it. Okay, perfect. So that, and then depending on your learning style, how you help yourself study from flashcards, dancing, <laughs> um, writing your notes, speaking your notes into dictation and then re-listening to them. So many options on what we can do. Any last minute words of advice from you, Dr. David? Just remember the goal is to have yourself peak around test time. And that famous mm -hmm. curve of performance, I think it's called like the Yorks Dodson curve to have the fancy name, but it's sort of the performance curve. And a certain amount of anxiety is associated with peak performance. But if you get too anxious, if you're too revved up, uh, you will fall off the other side of the curve. So remember, your goal is to have everything peak right around the absite time, right in the next two weeks at the end of January. We've talked about other things like taking vacation in January gives you time and a little relaxation, but the cat's out of the bag for options like that. Just keep that in mind for next year. So remember, the goal is to peak right at the end of January, and there are lots of ways to do that and even to relax and still do a little studying with the Absite Smackdown crossword puzzle book or the coloring book, and that's sort of what those options are for. Right. And remember, plenty of sleep before test time. Don't take call the night before. And what else did you learn personally from your AppSite test not to do right before the test? Well, there's so many things, but the sleep is a key. <laughs> the sleep is key, and I'm glad you brought it up. Plenty of studies on that. The call schedule for the month is probably made. But if you can go ahead and uh, get that rest ahead of time or have any option to, make sure you do it. It does seem to impact performance on the ab site in many of the different series. And I'll tell you, having fallen asleep in an ab site before several times with that kind of micro sleep, I can't agree with you more. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. So all of our listeners out there, hopefully you get plenty of sleep. Don't micro sleep during the test. Study whichever way helps you best. And again, if you have any questions, you can always email us at our email address, info at .com. And thanks for being with us. Have a great weekend, week, and hashtag Absite Smackdown.
Thanks for listening to the Absite Smackdown podcast. Visit us at absitesmackdown.com for more great Absite facts.